BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. (laughs) So we will start on the left, my left, with Adam. So Adam, how old are you? And we know this is Chicago, so what is your current relationship status instead of where are you from? Um, I'm 27 and I'm single as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Love it. Sita? I'm not single as fuck. I am am married for um, almost 13 years with two kids. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Love it. Josh? 34 and single. Nice, nice. I'm 31 and in a relationship. Cool. Little diversity in terms of relationship (laughs) status. Loving it. So we're going to go back to Adam. What do you do and what is your sign? Can I start with the sign question? Yeah, of course. (laughs) So I'm a Scorpio of that. It didn't give it away initially. Uh, All the Scorpios. Any Scorpios out there? There you go. You're, you're represented tonight. And then other than have a lot of sex, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I work in social media. I'm what you call an influencer. I hate that word, but yeah. that's kind of what I do. Um, but I also do social media marketing for dozens of brands in Chicago. Awesome. See that? <laughs> it was, what's your sign oh, and what do you do? Sign? I am a Libra. I'm oh my God, to- same. <laughs> Me too. Wait, we have all the girls on the panel tonight are Libras. Yes. That's pretty special. And I am also a social media um, influencer. My uh, Chicago-based lifestyle blog is Clark and Stone, which is named after my two sons. Cute. Are their names Clark and Stone? Clark and Stone, Those yeah. are great names. Clark is seven and Stone is six. Stone's a nightmare. <laughs> The younger one always The younger one, yes. Um, And Josh? I am an Aries. Oh, wow. Opposite. You're our opposite. Yeah. Um, And I have a few pizzerias in the city. Happy Camper, Home Slice, and Paradise Park. Oh, lots of fans. A free slice for everyone. Everybody gets a drink. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, Aria. Oh, wait. You said, okay, you said your age. Yeah. I am a Libra, and I guess I'm sort of a social media influencer. Um, I also do pop-up shops and events for Bumble, and I am also a residential um, broker. Awesome. So then in that case, I'm going to start with you, and then we'll go back this way. (laughs) What is your opening line? 
or like what was? My assuming was. Yeah. I like to be very direct and kind of catch people off guard. So my opening line is usually, I think I'm in love with you. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is definitely straight to the point. How was that received? Really well. <laughs> love it. And not to, you know, blow up your spot, but your boyfriend's in the audience tonight. He is. He is. Was, did, was that your opening line to him? No, definitely not. <laughs> my opening line to him when I, when I heard he was a commercial broker is, do you have any spaces for me for my next pop-up shop? And he said, no, that would be a waste of my time. Why? <laughs> Why would it be a waste? This sounds like the beginning of like a real estate porn, by the way. <laughs> That's basically what it was. That's basically what it was. Because, you know, it doesn't make, it's, it's, they don't make a lot of money off of pop-up shops. Oh, okay. And then what happened? <laughs> then what happened, well, I met him when I was dating somebody else. And then when I ended things with that person, my current boyfriend actually lives with my best friend. And she had, they had just moved in together. And she said, you know, my roommate said that if you ever need a place to stay, you can stay with us. So that's basically what happened. I ended up, started on the couch and moved my way to his room. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's convenient mm -hmm. as fuck. Very convenient. It's really nice. So, Josh, what's your opening line? I mean, sometimes I just, like, tap on the shoulder and wave. <laughs> on a dating app? Oh, I don't know about dating apps, but it's, you say hi. I think that's its best line yeah. is to say hi. Yeah. You don't have to overthink it. Wait, but if you tap and wave in person, how does that, then what? <laughs> see if they run or are still standing in front of you. Then yeah. If they're still there, then you can start a conversation. Yeah, I guess that's not bad. It sounds kind of creepy, but it's also sweet. <laughs> you get that out of the way real quick. Yeah. yeah. So, Sita, what was your line to your husband, now it husband? Was, um, what's taking you so long to ask me out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's really cute. That's really cute. And so you're successfully married with kids, which is awesome. When is his birthday? He's like, a what's cancer. His sign? Oh. <laughs> June 28th is his birthday. Oh, 28th. Yeah, Special yeah. person. Yeah, special person. Yeah. I love that. I Cancers love that. Are, well, yay for you, but my husband's an awful cancer. <laughs> he's an awful cancer, you see? Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but it works? It does. Yeah. I mean, he's crazy. But, like, like how so? I mean, we're different, mm -hmm. like, point blank, we're so different, but, like, the wedding gift I gave him, it said, it was an ID bracelet, it said, you make me crazy, because he just literally drives me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess if you still love like him, crazy, even though he's right? crazy. Yeah, like exactly. Crazy. That's all that matters. <laughs> and Adam, what about you? What's your opening line? Mine's going to sound really slutty, but it's just like, are you looking? <laughs> are you looking? Yeah. And what do you want them to say? Um, yes. <laughs> For you, baby. What, what are some responses that you've gotten? Usually follows uh, with photos. Sometimes it's the location. Photos of, like, genitals? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> JTT, just so I just really like to cut to the chase. 
And if it's a location, like, hopefully it's within walking distance. Otherwise, like, I really have to think about it. Okay. Okay. Are we, what dating app are you referring to? Um, this is Grindr. I had a feeling. Yeah. What else? I mean. I feel like if you, sent, if you sent, like, a dick pic on any other dating app, you'd be, like, immediately... Flagged. Flagged. Yeah. If it's reported the opposite and, on Grindr. Like, if yeah. you don't, you're like... Yeah. Dead. Yeah. If you don't send a dating <laughs> a dick pic on Grindr, you're flagged. That's hilarious. We'll talk more about that. Um, so, Ariel, where do you stand when it comes to who should define a relationship? I guess it's really either person. My my take on it is I usually, I like to not bring it up ever. So I always wait for the guy to bring it up. And it's not because I'm old school. I just like to do my thing until I'm not allowed to do that anymore. That's a great way of looking at it. I feel like if everyone looked at it that way, then everyone would like. Well, I think that's how a girl should think about it because I feel like girls get really in their head and they're like, "Does he like me? Does he not? Like, you'll know if he likes you. Like, he'll tell you you're not allowed to see other people if he likes you. If not, or then why should you stop looking? But tell you that sounds like a little controlling. Not tell you, but right, they right. say something like, "Well, in, in my current situation." <laughs> Sorry, Cooper. Um, basically, my. My best friend, who's his roommate, was telling us, you know, how, like, her boyfriend um, had said, you know, like, had brought it up and said, you know, I feel like we shouldn't see other people. And then our conversation was him kind of bringing it up and being like, so, like, we don't have to have that conversation, right? And I'm like, I I guess not. (laughs) Right. I'd rather not. I guess not. (laughs) So it was, like, it was natural. Yeah. Yeah. And after how long? Is it, like, too long, you know? Oh, after... Well, if a guy is waiting too long, I think if he's waiting, like, several months, and it's like, you should already be dating multiple people at the same time, no? Right. In my opinion, I just yeah. feel like my mom always says, you're single till you're married, so that's how you take it. Unless somebody specifically says, like, I don't want you seeing other people, yeah. then you should be, then you should keep your options open. I don't think yeah. everybody feels that way. <laughs> no, I actually, my mom said the same thing to me. Yeah. Yeah. But... I don't think it implies like you should cheat. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm I think saying. It, but I do think That's it implies like you I'm... should keep your options open because yes, you never exactly. know. Yeah, exactly. You should yeah. keep your options yeah. open. My mom would never be like, you should be sleeping with everybody. Right. It's not. That's not. Yeah. It. No. Of course. Of course. They're cla- our moms are classy. Yes. But actually, funny story for the audience. Um, Ariel and I actually have. I don't know if I would say an ex in common, but someone that I used to hook up with that she used to date. And apparently I started hooking up with him right after they dated, and which is really scandalous. Um, and obviously, so obviously I know everything about her. You know what I mean? Like, you know how that goes. Like, we all, we all got that. Um, and this was a guy who never like defined shit with me. So it's so ironic. But, I mean, at the time, I was much younger and, like, didn't care about that. But it's a perfect example of, like, if they wanted to be something, like, they'll define it. Yes. And if they're not making that uh, making that effort or saying something, then they don't really care if you're... Not always the case, but in my opinion, if they don't say, like, I think that you that we shouldn't see other people or they don't say something, it's because they don't care if you're seeing other people. Exactly. So you should be seeing other people. Yes. So, that's that. You're single um, until you're not supposed to be single. How about that? That's better yeah. than single until you're married. Yeah, I like that. Because my mom also got married at 21, so it's like a little... Right, right. <laughs> it's, very, it's very early. 
Um, is she? Are, is she still there's, married? Yes, they're still oh, together. Oh wow! See, those, that's so like annoying of our parents. You know? I know. Right? They set the standards very high. <laughs> it's like they that did. doesn't happen today. Can you imagine someone getting married at 21 and still being together? No. No. How old were you when you got married? 34. See, that's like a perfect age, because you yeah, re- yeah. already developed into like who you're going to be and. But I was severely depressed. I wanted I wanted to be married. I wanted to be married at 21 like my parents. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what's taking so long? Yeah. But it really was the best time, you know, because I had, but then I had a ton of baggage at that age that right. I was so set in my ways. Like, it was hard to share. Like, I had all these like rules set up in my head. Like I kept PO box because I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like even though it was like our first year married, I still had a PO box. Had all my mail being sent to a PO box. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. Like you know, it goes the other way. It's like when you're in your twenties and you're like not jaded. You know, you jump both feet in. But when you're in your thirties and you're like. My, my family always looked at every guy I dated like a new job. Like, it's almost 90 days, he's still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually, I feel like it's superstitious to, like, po- at least, like, post on Instagram or, like, talk intensely about someone until the three-month. Yeah, I don't or, like, show my husband on um, Instagram. Like, That's interesting. Um, Josh, what are your thoughts on who should define the relationship? never thought you really have to define it, right? Like, if somebody's wondering what's going on, they probably don't feel comfortable, I guess. Yeah. And like, I feel like any time that you've been in a relationship and it's been to that point, you're spending most hours that you're not, most of your free hours, you want to be around that person. So I've never, if, if, if somebody's wondering what's going on with this relationship, I feel like they're probably not comfortable in uh, what, where that relationship's So at. you're not wrong, but does that mean that, like, let's say you're dating someone, then you're just, like, going to be... <laughs> You're just going to be, like, at a party, and you're going to be like, by the way, this is my girlfriend, Cindy, and, like, she's going to be like, oh. Like, is that how you expect it to happen? Yeah, I think you'd probably just give her a little surprise sometimes. A little surprise, like, yeah, it's time. Yeah. Might just, might just, might throw it out there. So you would never formally be like, Cindy, will you be my girlfriend? I haven't found myself in that situation, no. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's why you're saying <laughs> Maybe that's a problem. <laughs> There's probably a few other reasons, but yeah, we'll start, we'll start with that. We'll, okay, we'll get to that. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on like posting a partner on social media or like being posted? Would you be upset if you were dating someone officially and they never posted you? No, I actually am very pro-privacy, uh, which is something that like doesn't really exist nowadays. Like sharing the fact that you have a partner, but not referring to them as like, hubby or something like that just like just referring to them as who's who they are and that's about all I would ever do I think I really appreciate when you know some couples on social media don't really um have like social PDA and I think the same thing translates to the digital world like I don't want to see you guys in bed together like (laughs) yeah it's like who's taking those photos yeah like I don't want to see that yeah yeah it's always like Nick Jonas and Priyanka like it's like photos of them like getting ready in the morning, like in like a like see-through robe. She's like in a see-through robe, and he's like, I don't know. I mean, that's like a, a different case because that's like... Nick Jonas, and I think we all want to see that. But... Yeah, yeah. 
not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Thank and you. so I guess we know how you feel about this, Sita. Yeah, but if but you have any I'm more not thoughts. I'm a PDA person without social media, unless I'm wasted. Then I'm all over yeah. <laughs> So like you're like, you wake up in the morning and you see love. like your, your confession stories about like you and your husband. <laughs> right. I, I'm just, I don't know if it's like having two brothers. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little screwed up in that regard that I don't. I, yeah, I'm weird. But mm-hmm. so, so I think who I am carries over with social media that I'm not a PDA person right. unless I'm wasted. But then Facebook memories will remind me of the nights I was wasted. Or it's yeah. like, <laughs> and it was like Valentine's Day will like traumatizes me because it's like <laughs> I'd be up like one or two in the morning at some like after hours. And it's like, my husband is Stevie Wonder. He's so wonderful. And I'm like, oh, I fucking hate him right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But when I was wasted, he was Stevie Wonder. Yeah. But, but that's not me, like, without a cocktail. Right, so. right. <laughs> Got it. And <laughs> what about you, Josh? I, mean, I think if that person's very private on social media and doesn't post a lot and doesn't share, share a lot on there, so it's, you wouldn't be, be hurt by it. But if, if every day they're at a bar and tagging every one of their friends and showing everything in their life and everybody else but you, you're probably wondering what they're hiding a little bit. Like, right. What's going on? What, what, what about me? Yeah. Have you ever posted a significant other on social? I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess not often. I think it's probably... Like, I'm pretty private, I think, but I don't, mm-hmm. I don't let me share too much of personal life. But. And how long into the relationship did you post that person? Probably f- around six months. I don't know. Okay. What do you think came first for you? Like, an I love you with that person or a post on social? <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> I love you for sure, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good. I feel no, like that's the way it should media, be. Yeah. And... Now that you're single, are you? Did you go back and delete those photos, or are no, they still leave, there? Leave them up. That's part of life. Okay. I think so everyone thing for can me see though, on yeah. Josh's profile yeah. later <laughs> who he did. But I think what's I think the bigger thing for me is once if I post post a female on my social media, I have to explain the whole thing to my parents. So that's a that's a bigger deal. Because they they're on know, Instagram. No, they create one to like find out, see what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it used to be like once you just got off Facebook, and then they didn't they didn't follow everything. Now right. they figured out this whole Instagram thing. So now I need to, I need to find a new outlet because every time like you say you're with one person, and for the next you know for for the next like three weeks, like they're wondering what that where that person is on on Sunday night when you're talking to them. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Parents are they should not be on social yeah, media. Right? But, but they are. Uh, my grandma is on Instagram, by the way. And she comments on, like, every single photo I post. And she's like, who is he? And it's, like, really annoying. So, Ariel, what are your thoughts on the Instagram posting? So I, in the past, not in several years, used to post on social media with a significant other. And, I, I mean, I use my social media kind of for business. So, for me, it's, like, when I'm engaged, I'll do it. I'll do Instagram stories. They don't stay. I just feel like my relationship to me is like, it's private and it's personal. And I'm, I actually am very into PDA. I don't, I don't care. But I, in terms of posts, I'm like, it takes me long enough to edit one photo of just me. I just don't need to think about it. So I, but I like to be, I like when my significant other posts photos of me. Mm-hmm. Them. And so you're I not posting them, but they better be posting like, you. The other thing is like, I have been in, I am like a serial monogamist for the most part. Like, I like being in relationships. So then it's like, then you have to explain. And people are like, well, why, why isn't he in your post anymore? I'm like, you know why he's not in the post anymore. You don't need to ask. 
Mm-hmm. So I think that I, my personal life is very personal. Again, Instagram stories, like, they go away. I have enough photos on my phone, but I just, it's, it's personal. And it's not anybody else's business to speculate or to try and think about what we're doing or try and judge my relationship because it's not really anybody else's business. Right. So do you story or just no yeah, posts, story. no stories? Okay. A little bit. Yeah. And what about past relationship posts? Do you go back and delete? No. Mm-hmm. Not really. I mean, my sister like made me a few years ago. Sounds like, like potentially. Yeah, potentially. Mm-hmm. I have like you know, I <laughs> I did my sister like she's my older sister. I listen to every single thing she says. So at one point she was like, you know, with your Facebook profile pictures, you should just take them out just so it doesn't look like you're in a relationship. But other than that, I mean, I really haven't had to worry about that in a while. <laughs> yeah, totally. How long have you been in your current relationship? Since September. It's like, I'll let you do the math. <laughs> I don't feel I'm like terrible. You can math. verify that. I'm just sitting here like, it's like that meme where she's like doing the math on the board. <laughs> um, so have, what, did you guys, have you said I love you yet? Yes. I think I, it's, this might just be me, but I feel like if you, we said I love you very fast. What's like, fast? In like a few weeks. <laughs> Which is not normal. That is not normal. But I feel like if you're dating somebody for three months, like you either know or you don't know, right? Like I think it's... No. No? <laughs> I don't know. I'm very... I don't know. I'm very like... I'm very like... When I'm in, like my entire life, I feel like it's like a movie. So if I'm like into it, I'm like into it. And if I'm not into it, I'm just not... Into it, yes. A few weeks is very fast, but it was different. It was like, yeah. you know, like when you're at camp or like on a teen tour, and like you're spending every second with somebody. Yeah. So but why are you spending every second together? Well, because I I was staying yeah. with them. Oh right. Okay. Like okay. A, I didn't realize yeah, that. So. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Then it's it's like it's like Love Island, which I don't know if anyone watches, but it's like it's like one day in Love Island is like I don't know what they say, like you know, two weeks in the real world or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He said it first. So if I was like, okay. Yeah. Right. And when is his birthday? Did you tell us? He's a Scorpio, but he's like not a normal oh. Scorpio. He's knew not it. a normal I knew Scorpio. it. <laughs> I was like, he's a Scorpio. Adam knew it. <laughs> he's not a normal, like I have friends, very close friends that are Scorpios and he's not, I don't know. Yeah. I think that they messed that up on his birth be? certificate because <laughs> yeah. he's not a typical Scorpio. Okay. And Josh, we're going to go back your way. First of all, does it matter who says I love you in, in your relationships? No, I don't think so. So you would be into it if, if the girl said, I love you? For sure. I think, I think I'd probably wait a little bit. I, I think I'd usually let, let the girl say it first. You would run, for sure. No, <laughs> not at all. Okay. And what's, like, about what, how long into your relationships are the I love yous? Oh, man. I think everybody's different. Cause certain, I think there's people that could get, like, scared by that, right? That you might, both sides might know and everything's good. But, you know, I think I've uh, probably dated some girls are a little freaked out about um, being in a relationship, so you just enjoy each other and don't uh, don't put too much stress on it. Yeah, I, th- I, I would agree. That I think you, I think you know pretty pretty quick whether it's somebody mm-hmm. that you're going to spend a lot of time with or it's somebody you enjoy their time, but probably not the not your person. For sure. So how long? How long? <laughs> how long? Um, oh man, I'd I'd say three to six months. Okay. Yeah. I like that. That's that's like long enough. I think to think <laughs> not that not that a few weeks. Is. That was not normal, by yeah, the way. Yeah. I'm not like, like there are these what? rare cases. Date number two. I'm like, I love you. We, yeah. We've all jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And how how long did you and your husband wait for the I love yous? Well, we were like 
Ariel. Um, yeah. I remember we were like so corny that he like wrote a note with a box like will you be my girlfriend that was like two weeks and I remember I was like seriously but I felt it like but I wouldn't have said it out loud had he not right and then so I followed his lead so I think it was like a month that we said we were in love with each other yeah that's really cute yeah. and Adam have you said I love you with anyone yet I've, I've said it a couple of times uh-huh. but w- the way I treat it is like a game like whoever says it, yeah. <laughs> whoever says it first loses. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally, I totally agree. That's I like lost that's both when times. it's the most fun. It's like you're both like, it's like on the tip of your tongues, but like you're like, yeah. it's so funny. I actually remember I like really wanted to say it to my boyfriend, but needed him to say it first because of like my oh, pride. Yeah. And so I would, like, give him, like, scratchies, you know, like, before bed on his back. And I would write, like, I love (laughs) In the scratchies, like, thinking in, like, this crazy way that he would realize I was writing out. Everybody did that in middle school. He's like, I actually am itching on my right shoulder. Yeah, literally, I'm like, love. (laughs) And, like, nothing. He's just like, these are good. Like, these are good scratchies. Like, some more, please? Yeah, no, he never knew. But, like, exactly. It was was a game for me. For me, too. Very much so. So, we're going to go back this way. So, Sita... What are your thoughts on sex on a first date? Does it matter? And like, how long did you and your husband wait? We waited um, two weeks. So, see, I'm kind of like a guy. Like, I feel like you can have sex on the first date, but I'm not necessarily pursuing a relationship if I've had sex with them. Mm. Whereas if I like this person, I want to have a relationship, I'm going to wait. And so yeah. for Steven, it was two weeks, whereas I used to do, like, 60 days because by 90, they'd be gone. Right. <laughs> so I wanted to, like, get in and get out before they left. Right. But if I, you know, with him, it was two weeks because I really felt like he was the one. So I did the polar opposite of every relationship with him. It was just weird. I mean, like, we're so different. But it was something about him that just felt right like mm-hmm. so I, I didn't even have like I, I wasn't in my head which was weird I'm always in my head so I felt like I was just like going with the flow versus right. like being in my head so I had sex with him two weeks I didn't even have an overnight bag like had to go to Urban Outfitters buy an outfit to wear the next day because <laughs> like I didn't get up and leave right away like right. I like take off before they like even turned right. over in the morning Same. um so I know I just had so many commitment issues. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's guys tend to like the opposite. Like, oh, she's not like clingy. Let me uh, cling to her. Like, I don't know if that was it. Yeah, like, I feel like that definitely was it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's always when I feel like the best dates are when you like aren't trying. You're like you're not really thinking about it. Yeah. You have like another date to get to later in the night, you know. Yeah. And then like yeah. all of a sudden, like. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. And sex on a first date, Josh, what do you think? Pass. You wouldn't pass as in you're passing the question? Is that possible? (laughs) No. Are your parents in the audience? (laughs) You're not passing. Now you absolutely have to answer. Um, So 
I guess I'm more a lot more of a why don't we let's come meet being friends out more casual like friends hanging out before just like a real uh, like a first date first date so yeah um, but case by case like I think it's if you know you've had, <laughs> I've had great great first dates where if if uh, if it happens and everybody's feeling each other and um, I'm not against it but I, it, it, whatever everybody's comfort level is yeah so. I feel like you like had sex with someone in the audience <laughs> <laughs> the lights are so hard based on your so. reaction to that get the lights up for one second stand up no I'm just kidding um, okay that's nice and diplomatic but have you ever had sex with someone on a first date and had and then like pursued a relationship with that person yes Okay. Really? Yeah. Really? I'm so by surprised. That. I yeah. Don't yeah. Like, I don't see guys doing that. No, I think I think so you actually said something really smart. You were like I would have sex with them early if like I didn't you know, if like I didn't want a relationship. Right. And I think that sometimes when you if you're gonna have sex right away, then you have to go the route of like, oh, I don't want like go, like I don't want anything to do with you. Because I, like, I did that once. Like, I had sex on a first date. But then it's also, you can yeah. be on that date, and you're like, I never want to go out with this guy again, but I'd have sex with him. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of what it was. <laughs> you know, that's like, kind of what it was. It may be, like, really hot, but, yeah. like, there's no connection. But right, really right. hot, you're like, well, let's see. Right. But, but don't call me. Like, you right. Know, like, well, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, like, I guess, I guess my point is, like, if you give off those vibes, then, like, you're good, because then they're going to still be into yeah. you. But if you, like, have sex with them on the first date because you're like, well, they're so into me now, they're definitely going to be into me post-sex, oh, then you're terrified wrong. Of that. Yeah, exactly. I'd be terrified. Yeah. yeah, yeah, agreed. Guys, I'm interrupting just to tell you about Ritual. And Ritual is a vitamin, but it's not just a vitamin. It's got all of the nutrients that most of us don't get from the food that we eat. And it's just two really easy-to-take capsules that come in a really cute little aesthetically pleasing jar. And it's got D3 to omega-3. And their capsule is like anti-nausea. I mean, a lot of these vitamins, they make you really nauseous. And like you can't eat them on an empty stomach. But Ritual is gentle on your stomach. And there's a mint tab in every bottle. So instead of like a fishy or gross aftertaste with most omega-3s, there's a perfectly nice, like just minty, fresh taste afterwards. You can subscribe to Ritual and then they deliver it to you. It's only a dollar a day, basically, to have this delivered every month, no strings attached. Ritual is also vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free. So if you're one of those people that has any of those restrictions... Ritual is for you. So I'm going to give you guys 10% off during your first three months by going to ritual.com slash Acme today. So that's $10 off your first three months by going to ritual.com slash Acme. Fill the gaps in your diet. Don't try to worry about, you know, getting all the things because Ritual will supplement those for you. So I hope you check it out. All right. Back to the episode. Sita. Have you ever been ghosted or ghosted someone? So I was telling Josh that I, I ghosted my husband. On <laughs> <laughs> so apparently it worked. Seriously a legend. But he was the one that I felt bad about being an asshole. And so my friends kind of lied to both of us like a week later. Like we ended up being at dinner together on a double date. But 
they were like, hey, Steven's coming. You want to go? I was like, no, I don't want to see him. I'm embarrassed. They told him, like, no, she's an asshole. And then we both ended up at the restaurant. And it was like, you lied? They were like, yeah, well, you both weren't going to show up. And that's how, that's how it happened. So. And did but he call you out for having ghosted him? He did, yeah. I just, I just, I was just like, I didn't want to be bothered with anyone. But before him, I do that often. Like, again, if I met someone and I had a couple of cocktails, oh, they seem so cute, they're so nice, the next day sober, why did I give that guy my number? So, you know, like, I would just not, you know, return a call. Yeah, and have you, had you ever been ghosted? I don't know, maybe, but I feel like I'm never really paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Now, if, I, if I'm divorced, then I'm dating again, and I'll be on the lookout. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, but I was just kind of, like, always in my own world. Like, I was living my best life before I got married. So. That's how it should be. <laughs> Respect. Adam, have you ever... Uh ghosted or been ghosted um i definitely have ghosted several people but for me it's it's similar to ariel it's like phasing out right but like i think of it like six degrees of ghosting like right first degree second degree and then like the end is like you know you never know when you might need them like yeah exactly 4 a.m comes around no one else is online you'll be like okay like, go yeah. through the rotation yeah so I never really fully ghost anyone, but I push people away, like, slowly but surely. Yeah. But they're still all orbiting. Orbiting, yeah. yeah. That's important. <laughs> Have you ever ghosted someone after they sent you a dick pic? Oh, yeah. Well, it's not even ghosting, just block. Like, <laughs> not big done. enough. Can you imagine but. getting blocked after sending a life. dick pic? I'm so depressed. Right. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so we're going to go back this way to Sita. How often do you bicker with your partner? Oh, boy. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, you know, kids really can, you know, enhance or tank a relationship if you are not connected before kids and during kids. For example, like, we used to have a date night every week. It used to be every other Saturday, so and every other Wednesday, and it was that way so that when we were married, you still had time to hang out with your friends because we all hated those friends that just fell off the face of the earth once they were in a serious the relationship. The it was worst. like you hated them because then yeah. they come crawling back once they're out of the relationship yeah. to, to try to fit back in your life. So, <laughs> like they resurrect like mm. from the dead. Um, so we, we used to have a date night every week before kids, but when kids happened, and not to mention like two years of infertility, of trying to get pregnant, like, you know, all those fertility drugs, I was crazy. So it was like, even though I wanted his baby, I didn't really want to be around it. <laughs> like, so it was like weird. Like, yeah. um, so we fought all the time. And now with kids, it's just finding the time to mm -hmm. connect. And so it'll be like a stupid fight about just, it's just like communication. Like it's so important to keep the lines of communication open when you're married, and especially when you have kids. Like you always have to date your partner. Yeah. Like always. You can't take it for granted because yeah. you can wake up and that relationship you had before kids can you you be a stranger to it. So. Yeah. Josh, what is the like? What are you gonna miss the most about being single when you meet your partner? Oh, man, it's freedom. 
<laughs> so you think that I a partner is going to take away your freedom? No, I hope nothing. I think yeah. that's probably that's probably what you're looking for. Like that's why I think I'm probably single. Is you hope that yeah. there's that you're not missing anything. I think that's, right. that's the. I, I hope I hope I don't feel like I'm missing something when you find a person that you want to be with forever. Yeah. No, I guess yeah. it's just like, you know, everyone misses something about yeah. being single. Like when they like no one like can just like, I don't know, like fart really loudly. You know, like, I don't know. If, ever, in if I'm in a relationship, you got to let that stuff out. Like that's that's a first that's a first step of comfort. Right. Like, I would say it's like one of the like later steps. But yeah, hey, no. like, if like. Maybe Everybody that's why you're single. Like, boys, like... You're like, oh, wait, will you be my girl? Yeah. And then you just, like, let it rip. Like, right hey, boys, we, we fart in the morning. It happens. Like, it's... Gonna, it's and if you're not not we're just in the morning, but yeah. yeah. That's true. Okay. But that's the worst. That's the worst part. We just try to hold yeah. it in. But yeah. Every day you just have a stomach ache. Right. And, that's, like, the yeah. beginning stages yeah. of dating. Yeah. Adam, what are you going to miss the most about being single? There's got to be something. Uh, masturbating. I knew someone was going to yeah. say masturbating. I, so Thank ideally, you. I think... I'm like, I think the way you do, yeah. I shouldn't miss anything, but I think I will miss masturbating. That shouldn't have to stop. You can still no, masturbate. I think the significant other will always be like, why is he masturbating? Like, <laughs> no, like the right person will be like, masturbate. Like, yeah, I like, support you. Yeah, like, yeah. can I watch too? Like, what's your favorite? You yeah. Know? Like, that's how it should be, but like, from my experience, it just hasn't been that way, so... No, I know what you mean. I actually got myself into trouble with the masturbation situation recently. <laughs> I like I really wanted to have sex, but like he was too tired. So then I like he like went to bed and I like tried to masturbate <laughs> in the same bed and he's like, What the fuck? <laughs> he's like he's like, You keep elbowing me and like the bed is shaking. <laughs> Thought you were having a seizure. <laughs> Literally, I was like, What? No, I just I don't know. I just like came up with something, but it was yeah. It's hard to get away with it. I agree. Um, anyway, what are your deal breakers for you in a relationship? Oh boy, I know, right? You can just give me like one. Like if I was single or before I was single. Like yeah, no, no matter what. I can't think. I don't know. I mean, I feel like if I if I was divorced and I had two kids, I think the guy not being open to kids, like he doesn't. Yeah. I love like a Brady. I love a Chris Jenner situation. <laughs> you know, yeah. I have my, my third child be my love child. But, yeah. But um, <laughs> right. But if but if that didn't happen and I had two kids, I prefer like you know a Brady bunch where yeah. they had two. To, like I'd like more boys, like right. two more boys to just really wreak havoc on the city of Chicago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but before being married, my deal breaker was if they were never in a committed relationship. Mm, interesting. Yeah. What about you, Josh? <laughs> Lack of friends. I think if you don't have a lot, if you don't have a lot of good people around you, like probably yeah. not gonna not a good not a good fit. Like, so yeah. like what's, you know what what happened? Why? Like I don't know. I have what's, a lot of great friends. What's considered a lack? Like how many? I mean, at, at least at least a few, at least a solid solid group of friends. I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't I don't know. I don't know if I have a number on it. But you you know, there's just people that there's always something wrong and always something some reason that they hate everybody or they're yeah. not getting along with everybody. Always a victim of something. It's like, why is there a constant problem? It might be yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. definitely you. If yeah. like if you're not in touch with anyone from like your past, like you have to look at yourself. Yeah. What about you, Ariel? 
Deal breakers? I mean, I don't like, I, I hate cockiness in a guy. Confidence is key, but cockiness and lying and flakiness. Mm, those are good. Adam, what about you? When they don't know what's going on in the world, like mm. when you can't have a conversation with them about a certain like global or political topic, oh, yeah. then I'm just like, I lose all attraction. Yeah. Yeah. Like you need that intellectual situation. Yeah, just like a little bit, you know? You don't have to know about everything like me, but like... <laughs> don't you want to teach them a little bit though? Well, yeah, you know, I kind of want to, you know, have like a intellectual discussion, like a back mm -hmm. and forth. They can have a totally different mindset. Right. If anything, I find that even more attractive. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to stay with you, Adam. Um, what have you been told you need to work on the most when it comes to relationships? <laughs> <laughs> um, remaining loyal. <laughs> oh. Scorpios. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And have you been working on that? Um, not really, because I haven't. <laughs> I haven't really been dating. Yeah. But, you know, should I fall into a relationship, I'm going to try my best. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to know. What about you, Sita? Oh, I'm, emotion I'm emotionally insecure, so mm. I don't expect relationships to work out. So even though my grandparents were married forever, my parents were not, I just always see them fall apart at some point, and so... Even though I'll go all in, I'm, you know, like the P.O. box, I'm waiting for, oh, it's not right, going to work out, right. so let me just hold on to some of my, you know, security. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, like, I actually think that's in some cases a good thing, you know, because I see people who are the complete opposite, who, like, put their heart and soul and everything into that relationship, yeah. and then if it falls apart, they fall apart. So I think it's good to to maintain like a piece of your autonomy at least. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, you know, and she agrees too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was gonna say like you know before my husband, um, a few boyfriends I was in love with them, but I didn't tell them until after we broke up because like we broke up, it's like now I can go all in because what am I gonna lose? You right. Know, versus, right. <laughs> You know, yeah. Versus, you know, putting it all out there. And they were, like, shocked? Completely. Like, I dated one guy for two years, and we never really defined that we were boyfriend and girlfriend, but it wasn't until we broke up that he's like, you can't just, like, ditch your boyfriend. I was like, I didn't know you were my boyfriend. Like, yeah. See, and that's why, because you don't know <laughs> when you don't define. Yeah. yeah. And so he's like, yeah. I'm in love with you. I was like, you are, I'm in love with you, but we're broken up now. It's too late. Right, so, yeah. right. Yeah. What about you, Josh? What do you need to work on? Uh, obviously, the communication thing, yeah. as always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And letting out, letting out feelings. I've always been a better listener, and it's a lot easier to, uh, to help people with, with their problems than to, than to uh, talk about your own. It's right. much easier just to keep them balled up inside. Mm -hmm. just, let them, just keep them all in there. Mm -hmm. So you need to be more open with your emotions. Yeah, let it out. Yeah. And what about you, Ariel? I think kind of the same thing as Sita, and also like deciding what I want. Mm. Yeah, we're Especially indecisive like, Libras. Yeah, Libras are very indecisive, and also, like, I'm from the East Coast. I live in Chicago, and so kind of, like, deciding where I want to be. Mm -hmm. So we did some poll questions this week, and I wrote them down to share some of the results and see what you guys in our panel think. So one of them was perfect 10, but you can never get married. You have to be dating for the rest of your life. Are you in or are you out? And 48% were in, 
but 52% were out. Adam, are you in or out? I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Um, I kind of have commitment issues too. That, that's like the flip no side kidding. of me being. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, that's kind of like the perfect solution to that, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds like, like it. Yeah. Sounds like it. What about you, Sita? I'm 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 traditional in that regard, even though I'm so screwed up. But I I believe in marriage. Yeah. Even though I don't expect it to work out, but I truly believe <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. It's that Libra I feel balance. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> what about you, Josh? So like everything's the same. Family, kids, everything. You just go never no ring. Yeah. Yeah. In no problem. I'm cool. Cool. Would your family Thanks. be cool with it? Yeah. The tax benefits is kind of a bummer, but that's <laughs> yeah. Way, you know. Yeah. What about you, Ariel? Me personally, I think in, but I I couldn't do that because of the like family pressure. So you yeah. Out. yeah. Yeah. So you're out. <laughs> but not because of me. It's because my family. <laughs> right. Right. So we're gonna stay with you, Ariel. How much information do you share with your friends about your relationship? It it depends on how much I care about the person. Like if I'm like if it's in the beginning phases, like I'll share a decent amount of information. Once it gets more serious and I care about them more and respect them more, I don't like it's it's like my it's my own sphere. So it, it really depends on how serious. The mm-hmm. more serious we get, the less I share because the less I want other people to have any sort of bad blood or bad feelings or thoughts about the person in case, you know, we mend things or Yeah. What about you, Josh? Like when you're in a relationship? I think I'm pretty open to sharing, but I think I'm always conscious about how much, like, if venting, like, how much people actually want to hear. I'm just trying to keep things with friends more positive as much, so I don't don't ever ever want to share too many things, and if it's a little little bickering, I just don't don't think people need to hear hear those things that, that you're working out in a, like... In your own personal personal life, right? Um, and more just don't sweat the small stuff. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna pass by. So try to share more better things. I think they know what what's going on in a relationship, but they don't need to hear if it's you're bickering about something, something right. silly. It's interesting though because it's hard to share the good in your relationship because especially if you're talking to friends that like are single because you're not going to be like oh yeah like things are going so well like Cindy made me dinner last <laughs> night and like it was delicious <laughs> and like then we watched a really good movie and like had really, like, we made love, and then, like, we went to bed, you know? Like, no one cares about that, you know? Especially, like, single friends, they want to hear, like, the drama. Like, they want to know that, like, they slammed the door, and, like, you, like, ran after them, like, with a knife. I don't know. Something about the exes and this and who was around. Yeah, exactly. And, like, yeah, you're fighting over the exes, Well, if it's a good story and it's entertaining, I don't mind sharing, I guess. Right. I just don't want to bore them with a bunch of drama. Yeah, no, it's true. Actually, I was talking to my boyfriend about this, and I was like, how much do your friends, like, do the guys, like, share with guys? And he was like, well, we all, like, kind of stopped doing that because I guess one of their friends, like, shared about this, like, crazy sex he had with this girl and like she like stuck a finger in his ass and like all this crazy stuff and then they ended up dating and now they live together and like everyone knows this crazy shit about her you know so I think that like maybe sharing sex details if you are gonna date that person is like awkward because now because then like they're sitting with this girl and like they're like picturing her hand in his ass and like it's just like it's a lot I don't know what do you think Zita? I think the sex stuff you should keep to yourself. Mm-hmm. If it's a serious relationship, 
definitely finger <laughs> keep it to yourself. Yeah. But I think it's important when you're married to share the good and the bad. My parents, I never saw a fight and got a divorce, so it was like shell shock to us. Right. Like versus, you know, if you share because you only see magazines about planning a wedding, you don't see magazines about being married. Mm. So when you share the good and the bad married, it lets you know you're not all alone. Like my first year I wanted a divorce because I'm like, we shouldn't be fighting because we're married. Like, you know, there's, right, no, like, right. there's no light switch that makes both of us perfect just because we said I do. Mm-hmm. But you kind of think that because no one's talking about like the shitty arguments they're having that, yeah. you know, when they're married. So I think it's good to, to have a balance to share the good and the bad. Yeah, I agree with that. What do you think? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Loving your answers. Very motivational. Yeah, very motivational. Like, so real. Me on Oprah. Seriously. <laughs> you should be Oprah. Fuck that. <clears throat> um, I mean, I think it goes, out, goes without saying that I'm, like, an open book when it comes to sex. Yeah. So, like, that doesn't freak me out. Yeah. But when I do start developing emotions... My friends can tell because then I stop talking about it. Mm. And they'll be like, oh, how is this person? I'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, like, deny that I have feelings even though yeah. I do. Yeah. That's cute. That's really cute. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Ariel, on therapy or, like, couples therapy? So I am not – I I think that therapy, if, if it's for you, then it's for you. I – I haven't been to therapy since I was in, like, middle school or high school when my friends and I used to go to, like, school therapists to, like, get out of class. Right. In my opinion, and I'm sorry if anybody has done this, but, like, I, in my opinion, for my friends who I've seen in couples therapy before they're even engaged, I just think it's, like, I, again, my opinion, move on. You're in couples therapy and you have nothing to worry about. You're not even you're not even engaged or married, I think you should move on. Move on from the relationship and each other? Relationship. You've got mm-hmm. nothing to worry about right now. Not that you have nothing to worry about, but you have no kids. Your finances are not combined. If, you're, if you need therapy at that point, I think there are so many people out there that you should move on. I think if you're married and things are rough and you need somebody to help with the communication, absolutely. But for me personally right now, like I... I think I'm self-aware. I, I know what my issues are. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I shouldn't be in therapy. But, yeah, I think that if you are in a relationship and you're not married yet, I think that if you need couples therapy, you, what you really need is a new significant other. Mm-hmm. But what if it's, like, preemptive, like, just, like, figuring it out so that when you are married, you don't have to go to therapy when, like, things are falling apart? That's good. I think that if it's something that, like, there aren't really real issues, but you guys are both trying to, like work things out and learn how to communicate. I'm, I'm not a very good communicator. I'm learning about that. And my boyfriend is, is very good at communicating, so I feel like it helps me. But, yeah, if it's something that you guys both need to work on personally, then I think therapy is good. But maybe, it's, maybe you should be going to it separately so you can work on yourself rather than kind of really defining yourself as somebody who's in a relationship and needs therapy. Like, I think if you have problems communicating, then you probably have problems communicating in, in every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, I think, are we talking personal? Or are we talking about couples therapy? Both. Um, yeah, I'd th- be very, I think it's great to find somebody that you can talk to and kind of finds, uh, helps you learn about yourself. I've never been, but I, I've always been very open. I've always, you know, I have some friends that have had, had awesome experiences finding um, people that 
just help them talk through you know, what, things that we're all going through. So yeah, I think I'd be I'd be definitely in if I if I found the right. I think first most of us would be finding the right person that I think we whose opinion we value. So I think right. some of us look look to certain friends or, or different people that to act as that therapist, but it's somebody that kind of understands our life and lifestyles and and uh, who can get things out of us. But mm. I'd also if, if run from a situation where relationship uh, therapy before. You know, before before marriage, I'd probably I'd probably think that might be a might be a pass or deal breaker there. Interesting, interesting. So if you really really loved someone, and they were like, "Will you go to therapy with me to like give this you know another shot?" You'd be like, "No." Probably not. Yeah, I, I think I think you love a lot of people, but there's still there's still sometimes some some things where you don't connect on all uh, on all cylinders. Where you, you know, might might. Uh, a lot more stresses are going to come in your relationship down down the road. So if it's if there were you're saying before uh, before you have kids and uh, families and um, if you're already having a lot of issues, it's I don't know. I think you should be able to work those things out. Mm-hmm. And Sita, very interested to hear your thoughts on this. <laughs> Personally, we did premarital couples therapy. <laughs> Woo! It was just really important. I, I agree with Ariel. I think if you're just dating, I kind of feel like just go for the next guy um, or girl. But for us getting married, because we were both, you know, children of divorced parents, that we were really trying to, you know, do do everything the right way and and accept that we didn't know it all. Because I feel like in relationships, you all you always come from like your point of view of, as being the best and not accepting that because I want to drive down Chicago and turn right on Kingsbury isn't the right way. It's just my yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> but, that is the right but way. But we come, you know, we come into relationships like that's the right way. What are you, what's wrong with you? You're not doing yeah. it my way. Right. And we did the first year of our marriage just because it was hard. Like that first year of marriage was like that first child. I felt like someone punched me in my face. Like I paid for this. Like, you know, I struggled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, yeah. my husband formed a company to provide medical insurance for me to have infertility coverage. And when Clark was born, I was like, fuck, who turned the lights off? So, What about you, Adam? I agree. So I don't know what I would do without my therapist. Yes. I think same. everyone, <laughs> yes. everyone should go too. to therapy. Yes. And the same logic applies to couples. Yeah. So yeah. You could have a phenomenal relationship. You should still go see a therapist yeah. if you have time yeah. Yeah. or money. Yeah. Um, but you probably don't have one of those things. So. But, <laughs> yeah. You know. No, of course. Yeah. I mean, if like anyone who follows the podcast knows that I'm like a huge advocate for therapy. And while I love you both and respect your opinions, I'm going to have to side with this, the left side <laughs> on this. Um, because I do really think that you, you know, everyone could use a little help communicating. Like, none of us are perfect. We all have these things that, like, are inside of us yeah. that will come out if we don't, like, work them out. And, like, you don't even know your your childhood traumas until, like, your third or fourth year of therapy, you know? Like, <laughs> you, I don't like, want to know those traumas. But then They're you don't want them out. to come <laughs> out, like, three kids in yeah. when you're, like, in the middle of breastfeeding the third. And then you're, like, screaming across the house like you never know so I think therapy is a really good thing so we're gonna I'm gonna ask you guys one last question so my last question to you is the last question that we ask on each episode of the podcast which is do you have a quote or a piece of advice that you can share with 
our audience, and we'll start with you, Adam. We could also start with Ariel. Start with Ariel. Okay, Ariel. A piece of advice? Or like a quote, or like a poem, like anything. <laughs> so for my next act, um, I don't know, in terms of relationships, I feel like if it's meant to be, it'll be. Mm -hmm. And if not, move on. That's something I picked up from my mom. Mm -hmm. She just basically tells me if anything's wrong, just to move on. What's your mom's sign? My mom is an Aquarius. Oh, and she's very, that. she's just very opposite of me in the fact that like I am very emotional and I feel like I have like this weird form of empathy that if somebody in Africa is like hurting over heartbreak, I feel it too. Mm -hmm. And my mom is very diplomatic about things where, you know, if it's like move on, that's basically what she tells me with everything. So mm -hmm. I don't know. So I, I try and take that into perspective because I think I do get hung up on things. Yeah. But yeah. I think if it's meant to be, it'll be. And if not, like you, you shouldn't have to try so hard. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Josh? We're the same person. I know, right? Very similar. No, similar. Yeah, life, life's too short to, to worry about what's not working. Like, just yeah. you know, go find something that is. You know, like a good friend used to uh, used to always say, just let nature run its course. You can't you can't mm. change the, change things. You just gotta gotta let it let it happen and focus on focus on the good things. Or if you know there's not one in front of you, find something good. Love it. Thanks, guys. And Sita. Um, my blog tagline is you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself first mm. and it's okay to be selfish. You can't be in any relationship fully and successfully without taking care of yourself first. And that includes motherhood. Love that. <laughs> so you stole my thunder. <laughs> um, I was going to say, uh, fuck bitches, get money. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, love yourself first. I think yeah. that's the most important thing. Yeah. That's great. We forget to do that sometimes. That's great. A round of applause for our panelists.